let's get ready to rumble! Thank you for joining the podcast today. <laughs> See you all free. Avocado. Blue. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ramble Room. Um, sorry, we were having fun with ASMR things. <laughs> it sounds really funny in the headphones. And yeah, um, Melissa now has headphones, so she yeah. can. <laughs> last last episode was just one pair of headphones. We've improved vastly within we a week. Have. We've gotten into the groove. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'd like to cover something first. Oh my gosh, you're never going to get over ta- this. Let's talk about our podcast got released this week with episode Wednesday. one mm-hmm. on wednesday now i i went to go look at our different podcasts through soundcloud spotify and now itunes hey apple Podcasts, <laughs> we got you baby <laughs> and then i read the bio and was like what shut the up. hell shut up dude the bio says Melissa is a 23-year-old with a deep love for musicals <laughs> and making fun of her sister. Ariana is a 21-year-old who describes herself as a doofus and has a knack for finding bad films, which is very true. It is. Enjoy a podcast of them rambling about everything, but also talking about nothing. Am I wrong? Do you no, not love the musicals? L- the last part is fine, but you make it sound like that's my my key thing is I have a that's deep your name. love for <laughs> niche. That's my niche. Is I have a deep love for just musicals. Which I do love musicals, but you're making it sound like I, I'm listen. Uh, I <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to Broadway shows left and right, and I'm constantly watching musicals, and I know every musical by heart. But I don't. You don't. Listen, when I was writing that, I was tired. It was after work. I was trying <laughs> to figure everything out. I had to get like five different accounts. I had to get an RSS, a Buzzsprout account. Like there was like so many backend holes i had to go through to get all these podcasts up i blacked out and i just wrote random shit and you know what came out melissa likes musicals that's what happens when ariana doesn't know what to do so i'm sorry if you were offended or thought that that was weird because it is weird but you know what else is weird me so i don't want to hear it i'm fine with you leaving this deep love for musicals i think it's a funny memory Anyway, how you blacked out while writing a bio. That has nothing to do with this movie that we watched. Okay. Yeah, so there's... Tell a story about a dog. Okay, well... <laughs> For the love of God. We, I don't know which one she picked. We talked about a couple. There were a few different dog stories, but I don't know which one to tell. Tell the one you wanted to. <laughs> the one I wanted to tell... It's not even your story. It's not my story. That's why I wasn't sure if I should tell it. Let's do it. It's fine. There's going to be a lot of stories that involve Ariana. <laughs> Yeah, because I have an exciting life. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if it's exciting, more like unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But there was one time, how old were you, like seven, um, six? Five, four. We were at like our pastor's house <laughs> from our church. They were like having, I don't know, some type of lunch event thing. We just went just, over like, there. It was just us over it there? It was just us and their whole family. Oh, okay. Their entire family was there. And... I must have been six or seven, because there's no way yeah. if I were four or five, I'd remember that. But No, yeah, you were pretty young, but <laughs> they had a dog. What was their dog's name? I don't know. It was you a golden retriever. Yeah, they had a golden retriever, and uh, Ariana. It, <laughs> it took a liking to me. It really loved Ariana <laughs> in the most aggressive way possible. I remember I was jumping on their trampoline in their backyard, 
And all of a sudden, I, I was heard, running to join you guys on the trampoline. <laughs> That's right. Ariana was running to join us on the trampoline. And I was trying not to get my ankle stuck in, like, the hole of the trampoline, like, where the springs are, where you can, like, almost tear your leg off. Oh, like, the most terrifying part of <laughs> any trampoline, of a trampoline ever? Yeah. Especially one that doesn't have a net surrounding Ooh. it. Scared. So, <laughs> I look over, and Ariana's getting humped by a golden retriever. <laughs> I'm on my way running to you guys, because everyone... All of their kids, and then you and Caitlin <laughs> were jumping on the trampoline. I was like, I want to go. I just finished eating because I, t- you know, ate a lot. <laughs> I'm a little chubby. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I was running over to you guys, and I got knocked over by their dog. <laughs> their dog started humping me. Caitlin's and our then, older sister, by the way. You said yeah. Caitlin. And oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She'll, yeah, Caitlin, what's up? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It was maybe one of the funniest highlights. I'll never forget that moment. I hit the ground so hard. The image of you getting humped, a six-year-old Ariana, <laughs> getting, <laughs> six-year-old Ariana getting humped by a golden retriever. It was yeah. just funny, a funny image. That's kind of my funny story. You know, I was debating whether we should talk about our old dog, Harley. but Or Caitlin's dog, Loki. Or Caitlin's do- dog, Loki. But we'll just give them shout-outs like we just did. Yes, shout-out to our probably dead beagle. And uh, are very much alive. What is he, a terrier mix? Yeah. The Loki. Anyway, so I was trying to find a summary for this movie because we watched You Lucky Dog, which was released in 1998. <clears throat> and let me read you the two that I found. On IMDb, <laughs> this summary is Man Leaves His Fortune to His Dog and Psychiatrist. That's On it? Wikipedia. Yeah, that's it. It's one sentence. <laughs> On Wikipedia, it says, You Lucky Dog is a 1998 Disney Channel original movie directed by Paul Schneider and starring Kirk Cameron. It first aired on June 27, 1998. It was the final live-action film appearance of Christine Cavanaugh, who retired from acting on screen, though she continued working voice roles in 2003 before she died on to December 22, 2014. It's a second <laughs> Disney Channel original movie. That's their summary. I can't find a better summary than that. Well, but basically, the IMDb one has it right. It's a uh, man dies and leaves his dog to... Leaves his leaves dog <laughs> to Will, and, and his psychiatrist is like his caretaker. But it just says psychiatrist. They don't he's mention the fact They don't mention the fact that he's a dog psychic and can like communicate with dogs and channel them. Which is... Which oh is a giant part of this ridiculous God film. ESP. <laughs> So that's the summary that we have. I don't know, you know, do with that what you will, I suppose. I don't know. So should we get into this now? <sighs> yes, because this movie, Mel, I think I wrote 15 times while watching it. I hate this movie. This movie sucks. Why am I watching this again? Yeah, there was one part about, I want to say 15 minutes in that I just wrote. I'm ready for the movie to be over. Is what oh, I said yeah. about 15 minutes in. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's start with the, the opening togetherness it's a randy newman knockoff yes i said randy newman ripoff but both work (laughs) they're both off (laughs) (laughs) both not randy newman um it's a terrible song that makes you go oh this song is gonna be good and then it doesn't because it starts out with like and then it's like oh is this toy story (laughs) or you've got mail and you've got a friend in me and but then instead it's together you get together nests. Instead you get together nests. With like a montage of newspaper clippings of. Of this Kirk Cameron's character, Jack. The only character. His last name is Morgan. Just Jack Morgan. Uh-huh. Jack Morgan. 
Um, Jack Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like clippings of this dog psychic. And he and was he had this gift until he was fourteen. Is yes, the whole but thing. I will say I watched that. The clippings don't make it clear that it's the kid that is the psychic because i was thinking oh the dog is the psychic <laughs> well yeah if you hear dog psychic you're like what <laughs> yeah can i just say every time i hear kurt cameron talk all i hear is growing pains like there's nothing else i can ever vision him in or hear him in without going growing pains yeah well maybe it's because it's one of the first things you saw him in it's also like james avery is in this movie yeah he's the the butler of the old guy who get gives his mr windsor his yeah mr windsor Anyway. So it starts off, he's in his office. He mm-hmm. lost the gift when he was 14, basically. He I'm assuming that's when that dog died. Yeah, the, I'm guessing the dog died. He no longer has this gift to communicate with dogs. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just been a phony dog psychic therapist. Yeah. And, like, his secretary's had enough. I don't even remember the secretary's name. What was it, like, Betty? I don't know, but all I know is she says, I've got a job on the line. i got a line on a job. That's what she says. So then, you know, it starts with this w- couple, and they're mad at him because they know he's faking it. Yes. And, well, the, the the husband is mad, and he busts into the office, and he sees Kirk Cameron laying there asleep while the dog is eating a hot dog off the desk. And it's, you know, not a good look. And he also charged them money. So he was scamming people. Yeah, he's just a straight-up fraud con man. Yeah. Then... Right after this, there's not even, like, a minute that passes, and we no. get immediately a new customer, and it's Mr. Windsor, the old man, and mm-hmm. his dog, and he's like... Something's wrong with my dog. Right. He's He says, my dog? dog is agitated, and the dog's name is Lucky. Mm, yes, hence the name of the movie. <laughs> you lucky dog. And he also brought his butler, Calvin, with him, who is played by Calvin. James Avery. I called him James Avery the entire time. I never <laughs> paid attention to his name. He Jack wants to know Morgan. what's going on with... Dog. His dog. And Jack's like, well, l- let me take him in the office. And then all of a sudden, he hears these <laughs> sounds. <laughs> and now it goes, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's like a ghost dog flying through his head. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> what? It doesn't even sound like a normal dog bark. That's it's stupid. really stupid. Yeah. And, and then apparently and that's translating to him hearing him communicating with the dog and hearing the dog's thoughts. It's really dumb. Um <laughs> and basically uh, Jack is like <laughs> get out of my office like <laughs> this dog is being weird. I don't which, know what's going on, man. Which is funny to me because you'd think he'd be excited that he got his he'd gift back. He'd be like, back. oh my gosh, my gifts, my powers are back. But also, what a stupid ass gift. You can only talk to certain dogs. That's not being <laughs> a dog psychic. That's being a specific dog psychic. <laughs> only certain dogs and every one, once in 30 years does it happen. Right. Uh, it's just stupid. Wait, are you saying that? <laughs> He's 44 in the movie? No, he's that's not. not even remotely true. Which I also noted and was he's like 32. <laughs> but he doesn't look... He looks like he's 21 and he's dressing in like big boy clothes. Big boy clothes. Like he's like, I got a job as a psychiatrist. I'm wearing a sweater vest. 12 minutes in, I, bro- I marked this down. There was a random Charlie Chaplin-esque fight. And it's like... And they play like this music that's supposed to make you go, oh, it's uh, fight time. <laughs> The music engineer on this movie was also on crack. Did you notice that? I think we can assume that most of these music engineers for the Disney Channel movies were on crack. Did a line. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. He's like, get this dog out of my office. And Mr. Windsor's like, okay, fuck you. (laughs) Then they leave. Two weeks later pass. 
And Kirk and Cameron, who else has passed? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Windsor. Mr. Windsor has passed. Kirk Cameron, his business is failing. He's like, no, no, you can't kick me out of this building. You yeah, pick my bones while I'm down, you vultures. That's a, speci <laughs> that's a direct quote. And, and I hated it. Calvin shows up and he says, <laughs> Mr. Windsor left the dog his will. No, like no, he doesn't. Oh. He what just says, say? he says, you need to come with me to Mr. Windsor's estate. He passed away. And then he's like, no, I'm not going to your estate. That's weird. And James Avery's like, no, oh, no, it, right. you have to. The attorney explains it to him later. Yeah. Miss Kent. Yeah, Allison, Allison Kent. Kent. Who, by the way, I didn't realize this, but watching this, uh, our parents were also there. And they were like, that's his wife in real life. I said, what? Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. The that's actress funny. who plays the attorney, who's his love interest, Kirk Cameron's love interest, they're actually married in real life. We watched they've this got one separate. They have six children. What? Yeah, they've got. You know six what's crazy kids. though? That that's weird. Been because married in since the movie. Ninety one. In the movie, she says, "She says I grew up with seven, yeah, that's right, siblings, and yeah. I've always wanted a big, big family. So that's I'm right. assuming that's true. I maybe they just made her ad lib lines. Anyway, so let's just get to. He gets to the estate, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd also want to just say that this movie has so little plot yeah. and it they had to fill in an hour and 27 minutes of of random things and it just doesn't work because the plot should have ended it could have been a short film it could have been 2 minutes right it you know how the summary is a sentence long <laughs> There's a reason for there's that. There's a reason <laughs> that there's not more than that. There's a reason they started talking about whoever Christine Cavanaugh is and her <laughs> voice acting career and then she died. Right. It, there's not much to this movie. But yeah, so get to the estate. Attorney Allison, Allison Kent has just told Windsor's uh, nieces, nieces and nephews, nephews that he left absolutely nothing to them. He left Lyle. I think that's the one guy. No? Yeah. He left Lyle nothing. He left Nigel a chair. And he left the girl, I don't know her name, <laughs> a mirror because she's vain or whatever. Right. And he's basically, it's, I said, this movie is Knives Out. If you've ever, Ariana and I love, absolutely oh adore the movie gosh. Knives Out. If you've never seen it. Rest in peace. Go watch it. Yes, rest in peace, Christopher Plummer. But we love that movie. With and this passion. is just a poor, a poor man's Knives Out. But not really, because <laughs> in Knives Out, there wasn't a weird dog. dog. Anyway. Still, it reminded me of that because it's these three nieces and nephews. Oh, and the classic one is stupid as hell. Yeah, two brothers and a sister, and I said there's always a dumb sibling, and I there of course there's the dumb sibling, and he's Nigel apparently. I don't know their names, but again, <laughs> I look didn't at, bother to write it down. It must be true because look at our family. <laughs> there's you and me, and then there's Caitlin, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll admit to it too. Anyway, um, so they're pissed. So th yeah, they're very mad. So then Kirk gets to, oh, that's what it is. The twelve minute fight is Kirk. And the woman cousin. Oh. And she, like, tackles him into the limo. And there's, like, That's a fight right. scene. And it's way too long. And I go, <laughs> what the hell is this? That's right. But anyway. They're upset. Now, he gets to the estate. Allison explains that he's not getting the stuff in the will. The dog is. The dog is. He's just the trustee. Yeah. He's, he's in charge, basically, because he's a human. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he has to kind of channel the dog's thoughts. And whatever the dog wants to buy, he's buying. Yes. <laughs> and then and then she leaves. James Avery goes to his room. And <laughs> Kirk does some 
weird ass dance and he starts <laughs> chanting i'm rich i'm rich i'm really really rich and then he goes he goes lord of the mansion lord of the house lord of the dance and he starts dancing around the room and he's like i'm rich i'm rich i'm really really rich and it's really really annoying <laughs> it goes once again goes on way too long mm-hmm. i have james avery's character calvin had to have been so mad. He's been <laughs> working for Mr. Windsor for how long? Like four or five He's, years? He said 15 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I get not leaving anything to the. the but he doesn't cousins, get left anything. But he I know, doesn't right? get left anything. And he doesn't even get to, like, determine the dog's stuff. Like, I feel like Calvin got cheated. And Calvin was the best character. It's kind of way. like Aristocats, where Edgar is like. You're giving all this money to the cats? Yeah, and you're right to be mad about that. <laughs> I agree. That's that's ridiculous. I get Why loving you your animals. Your money to your dog? I love Angel. I would never well, leave him well, my what's money. What's he going to do with it? There's no such thing as an actual dog psychic. But in this Sar- movie, there is. Sorry to any dog psychics that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all the dog psychics out there. Um, no, you're trying to make a living. <laughs> but yeah, so then I think he's talking to James and he goes... I have a weird taste in my mouth. <laughs> and then he goes, it tastes like shoe leather. Now, my question is, what happens when the dog licks his balls? You're telling me he doesn't taste that? <laughs> no, he does. That's why it's really disturbing. He has this E.T. connection <laughs> with the dog. Because it's yeah. like, whatever the dog feels, now he feels. They say that it's him channeling, but it's really just E.T. Like, he has zero control, and he just keeps doing whatever the dog is, is doing or thinking. I don't know. It just, there's too many sequences of him going nuts. Him sinking to the floor? Yeah. If if I have to see Kirk Cameron's stupid dog face and hear his stupid dog voice (laughs) one more time. Which I said his dog voice is a mixture between Beetlejuice and Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Oh my god! It's like a mixture of those two. Now I have to watch it again. I'm just kidding. I'm not watching that (laughs) shit again. Let's move this along a little bit. Holy balls. The siblings go to a lawyer and this lawyer's name is Mr. Fister. <laughs> what? This lawyer's name is, it's the best name, Mr. Fister. That's like Dr. Lipschitz. <laughs> Are you kidding? Mr. Fister? <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Like the, Fister. It's the best character name probably ever. Could you imagine being a lawyer My and name is Mr. Fister. The name's Fister. Fister, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And uh, I literally wrote down. Mr. Fister, lawyer. <laughs> because I was like, that's ridiculous. It's It was funny. I don't remember any of the cousins' names, really, no. except for Lyle, because he's, you know, the... He's the biggest villain. I guess yeah. he's the, the smart sibling out of the three, right? I, the Even smarter. though they're all three stupid. You would be Lyle. I would be the girl cousin. Caitlin would be... I think his name was Nigel. I'm not <laughs> positive, though. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> that's what I think of... Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that wasn't even the right button. <laughs> That's the button. I Ariana figured out we had sound effects. Yeah, Ariana found out we have sound effects on this thing, and now she's going to be messing with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'll try not to be too. So aggressive. they go to this lawyer. They're like, please help us fight against this dog getting all the stuff in the will. And he's like, I will help you. Is he... Did you notice? He sounds like Frollo. When they're doing the whole courtroom scene later, he yeah. sounds like Frollo. That's funny. I guess I didn't really pay attention. You'll have to watch it again. No, nah, I'm not watching it again. 
this one's worse than Brink. I'd rather watch Brink for a seventh time <laughs> yeah, than watch you log We can on definitely for a third. say that this movie is worse than Brink. They go, the siblings, they talk to this lawyer. They go to this motel because now they're poor. Then there's this weird moment where the younger sibling, Nigel, is like, oh, I'll go along with this plan as long as I can use the vibrating bed. Oh, <laughs> I did. He was like, can I have the last quarter to use the vibrating bed? And it's like, kid, this is weird. I Honestly, <laughs> he was probably my favorite character. <laughs> but it's so weird. He puts a quarter into the thing and it says magic fingers. It's just so weird. There's a lot of weirdly sexual <laughs> things in this movie. I have a question for you. Was the bathtub scene necessary? No, no almost <laughs> none of these. This movie wasn't necessary, Eric. The housekeepers, not necessary. They were in there for a max 15 minutes. Exactly. But there's this whole bathtub scene where he's like playing in the bathtub and then she comes. They're like knocking at the door and they're like, sir, can we help you with blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't answer because he's under the water. So then they come in and then they act terrified and like horrified when he comes out of the water. Like you knew he was in the bath. Also, he's not channeling the dog there. That's just him being well, him, isn't it? So Right. So this whole bathtub scene goes on. The housekeepers are freaked out. Then he goes downstairs. They made him dinner. They made him dinner. He was and like, I'm normal. And, and then we hear the, <laughs> whoa, so stupid. The maids, he's trying to explain to them, I'm normal. I'm sorry. I freaked you guys out. Meanwhile, Lucky's trying to chat with him. I have to say, there are way too many sequences in this beginning where he is just talking to the dog yeah and he keeps realizing that he can talk to the dog yeah it's like you didn't realize this in the office before when the dog first came in and you heard him yeah he like he does it like three times and then the fourth time he's like oh my gosh my gift is back and it's (laughs) like no (laughs) shit sherlock you couldn't tell that before so then he goes down he lets the dog out yeah then the dog realizes that he buried a bone and the dog starts getting really excited yep so then kirk's Excuse me, Jack starts getting really excited. Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep calling him. (laughs) They both start digging holes in the yard. And this is the first instance of Jack becoming the dog. Right. And it's... It's really disturbing. Horrifying. It's just disturbing to watch. I wrote, they must have thought it was funny seeing a grown man Mac... Grown man? (laughs) His real name is Anne. A grown man act like a dog, but it's just super extra and actually just annoying. Oh, yeah. And... I feel like he walked away every day feeling, like, <laughs> degraded. Like, there's no way. He was running on his hands and knees. Going, I gotta get a bone. It's delicious and yummy. He's like, I want to peel that bone out of your body. Like, <laughs> they go back inside, and him and the dog start tearing up the pillows. Right. And the housekeeper says the funniest line ever. She says, we're going to leave. Um, we think you may be possessed by the devil or something, so we're just <laughs> going to go now. And then they just run out the door. Now, that's where they should have rolled credits, because that they is the exact have. point when I said, I'm ready for this movie to be over. Drop. I said, Calvin's chill. He's like a super chill bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a butler. <laughs> I see him as a bodyguard. Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> he's two you know in what? one. Yeah, he's all of it. Then we get this flashback of Lucky... And it's actually probably the saddest part of this movie. I got teary-eyed it's at the end. Super, yeah, it's super sad because Mr. Windsor actually might be the best character. Yeah. He, he so only is on screen for a, a few moments, but he's yeah. so sweet with this dog. Mm-hmm. So Lucky comes in holding a leash in his mouth, and he's like, no, I'm not going to take you for a walk. It's cold out, and it's raining. And then he's like, oh, you know how to get me with those puppy dog eyes. He takes a big swig of his drink that he just created. I like think it was tea. like a tea or... 
coffee, Some sort whatever. Of thing. And he grabs his little slippers, his little coat, and he yeah. grabs his umbrella and he's taking Lucky for a walk and Lucky's running too fast. So he lets him go. And we're seeing this through the eyes of the dog, yeah. basically. Yeah. And Lucky turns around and sees Mr. Windsor collapse. And I literally wrote, Lucky is traumatized by witnessing his basically father's death. Yeah, it's super sad. And then they and just he like, won't eat because yeah, of that. Yeah, he refu- he's refusing to eat. And, like, this is the part where Jack Morgan, he's, oh, I gotta help him. I've gotta help mm-hmm. him get through this and, and help him move on. Yeah. So, that leads to maybe the longest unnecessary shopping montage. It takes up probably 25, 30 minutes of the movie. Am I wrong? No. They go to, like, seven, eight different stores and spend five to ten minutes at each store. Yeah. Well, doing a different <coughs> sequence of whatever. At, they're like they go to like a furniture store and they buy 15 couches and then they go to the shoe store and they buy like 20,000 pairs of shoes. And then they go to a like Dog food pet store. Pu- pet store where they buy toys and treats. Treats. And also notice he puts the toy in the dog's mouth. How unsanitary <laughs> and disgusting. But who wants to buy a toy that's already been licked by another dog? (laughs) Not me. But who thought it was a good idea to have them go, have this scene where they're just in the shop going, oh, you want this? You want this? There's no, there's no, nothing's moving the plot forward here. No, it's just filler content because they had a sentence of plot. Yeah. It's It's annoying. Allison, it ends up at the mall and she has a daughter named Nicole. Mm -hmm. I, I said, it's the cliche thing. There's always like, a single mom or single dad with a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, the side romance plot is dumb. Like, yeah. we didn't need that either. We didn't because there wasn't enough to build it up anyway. They were spending too much time shopping with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> they could have spent more time building up this relationship, but instead we went with these uncomfy, cringy dog scenes. Yeah. Where now he's channeling the dog in the mall yeah. and, like, raiding this food they're court. R- they're raiding the food. We, they buy food. And then they They eat eat all of it. And then the dog is still hungry, so they start eating table scraps, and they end up in a trash can. And (laughs) let me put this out there. Allison Kent and her daughter are with them at the mall when he starts to channel the dog. Correct. So later. At the courtroom. At the courtroom and before that. Mm -hmm. uh, She acts surprised. Jack Morgan is, like, telling Calvin, he's like, don't tell Allison about this thing that I channel. How does she not see you run off, attack <laughs> a bunch of tables? Her and her daughter are still at the mall. I know. I didn't so understand that either. So how do you not either. know? They left right away. <laughs> they were like, they were like, oh, you're hungry? We're going to go. We're going to peace out. Why didn't you keep that in? Because it makes no sense otherwise. And Allison also, I would have run for the hills. and be like, this kid is crazy. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Oh, but then, so then they end up back at the house. We're seeing all of like the stuff that they bought. <laughs> They're coming. renovating the Did house Did you hear now. Calvin's line where no. he says that he and the dog have a very special connection no. to one of the people that's like moving stuff in the house. <laughs> that's weird. And it made it oddly sexual <laughs> once again. <laughs> I don't get it. They make that's everything seem like, <laughs> I don't like there's a bunch of weird sex innuendos. And I just go, this, this is, is so a kid's movie, A, and B, it's about a dog. <laughs> it's really unnecessary. The niece and the nephews, I'm, should we just call them the evil siblings or what? I called her the female cousin. <laughs> we have the Kay. female cousin and the two male cousins. Well, the, Nigel and Lyle and then... The female cousin. <laughs> the female cousin. We'll give her a name. Gosh. Kristen. It, 
Sure, Kristen. Why not? Okay, so Kristen, she goes to flirt with Jack. (laughs) Right. She goes up there. She's trying to get, like, information out of him, right? Not get information out of him. Maybe just trying to say, can we rethink this? She's trying to, like, yeah, because we totally skipped over a whole race, a chase scene of them in the car. Yeah, but I don't really care about that. It it wasn't important. They're (laughs) trying to find proof because the (laughs) Mr. Fister wants 20% of... 30%. It was 30. I'm sorry. Mr. Fister wants 30% of their riches in order to help them get them. Right. Get the riches. Right. So they decide we're not going to do that. We want all the money to ourselves, so we're going to try and figure out a way to get it ourselves. So they try to prove that he's insane. Oh, okay. And that doesn't work. So then she's like, I'm going to go flirt with him. She okay. says, I'll do it the way I know how. And she's clearly like 40, and he's clearly 20. And <laughs> just is very awkward. Makes yeah. me very uncomfortable. This was the moment I said, this movie sucks. Yeah, this was a weird conversation with her. It ended... With him channeling the dog, going crazy, and literally tearing off the ass of her dress with his teeth. Yeah, he bit her ass. <laughs> and, and at they, this point, I'm thinking, why not just sue him for sexual harassment? <laughs> That's exactly. He literally tore her dress, the back of her dress. Because you could get the housekeepers. You could get the housekeepers on your side because she felt uncomfortable by his bone comments. And, yeah, and I don't know if we've made this obvious. This is Jack Morgan who bit off the dress, not the no, dog. No, yeah, no. Lucky did not do nothing. Lucky just was growling at her, and Jack ran after her bitter ass. <laughs> uh, so that was a really weird scene. We didn't need it once again. Then we go to the reveal of what's been renovated in the house and a freeze frame. Okay, thank you. I thought I was I thought I was having a seizure or going crazy because I was like there can't actually be freeze frames. I Is my because it didn't even look like a freeze frame. It looked like it was buffering. That's what I said. I was like I thought my internet was freaking shot. I was watching this at lunch mm-hmm. in my car at like at work. And I was like, oh my gosh, my internet's like buffering. <laughs> That's what I thought too. But it wasn't. It was random freeze frames with voiceover of like, oh, and look <laughs> at this bucket of your chew toys. And they do a freeze frame of the chew toys. <laughs> As if it's like a TLC. Like, like MTV check, Cribs. Check my crib, but it's for the dog. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, don't I, know th- what yeah, I thought something was wrong with the compu- with my phone. And then after that, um, they like, you know, they're about to sit down and they're like, this has been an exhausting journey. And they're like, why don't you play with your toys? And the dog's like, I'm not having it because he's still mourning the loss of his dad. And so Kirk takes his shoes and socks off. And then the dog goes, I want to play with your sock. And he's like, there's this weird sentimental moment between Calvin and Jack that I hated. (laughs) Because it was like, it was like Calvin was finally understanding Jack and uh, believing that he was actually a psychic. Yeah. But it was just weird. And then... The t- this the whole tug of war scene with the sock was weird because he ends up putting the sock in his mouth. <laughs> it just is always uncomfortable to watch. Okay, anyway, <laughs> just me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man! So the the cousins are just simultaneously the worst and best characters in the entire movie. Yeah, the cousins get here now. They want to break into the house, right? Yeah, because they decided. Okay, trying to prove he's insane. Getting a lawyer, flirting, none of that worked. We're just going to knock the dog out. Right. We're just going to shoot him with a trank gun, take leave, and take him, and they'll be like, what happened to the dog? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Lyle wanted to kill the dog, which is very disgusting and very graphic yep. for a child's movie. Yep, I agree. I also noted they act like the fence 
is so high on this yard and they the angles that they do the camera angles they try to make it look like it's a really high fence while these cousins are trying to hop over it and they hop over it and they zoom out and the fence is it's literally not high yeah there's too many like getting hurt moments right like and Charlie for no Chaplin reason getting hurt moments so they go in a into this house they have stupid camouflage makeup on it's not even good camouflage makeup no it just makes them look like they are <laughs> they put chimney dirt on sweeps. their face <laughs> yeah they look like they were hanging out with dick van dyke for a while oh, and then came, came into the house dick van dyke would have made i said this what movie. do they need disguises for because they're like you didn't put on the camouflage. the camouflage you didn't put on your costume and it's like what do you need to disguise for you're breaking into a house that you just they turned want, the power they want out it because it's dark they want to blend into the darkness, but I guess it doesn't work anyway because there are lights on in the house still, somehow. Right. Once again, this goes on way too long. And then I said, while this whole thing, this whole break-in was happening, um, I took a BuzzFeed quiz to see what kind of dog breed I was because that's how bored I was with watching the break-in. That's such a good idea. I wish I would have done that. And uh, it turns out I'm a French poodle. Wow. That's great. Hi, I'm Trudy. And I am Joseph Drudy, but again, you can just call me Drudy, and you are listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DFJ. Drudy, I got a new product for you. Lay it on me. It's called a microwave. A what? A microwave. What is it? Well, you can put different types of food in there and heat it up. Only food? Just in minutes. Only food? Yeah, of course. What else are you going to put in there? Can I put my hand in? I guess you could put your hand in there, but you got to dismember your hand, and who would want to do that? Well, how about I do with my microwave what I want and you do with your microwave what you want? fine. I'll do exactly what I want with my microwave, Drudy. Good. Where where are these coming from? It's coming from Norway. Well, I I was fishing for, like, who? Oh, oh, it's uh, sponsored by Windsor Sweets. Oh. They're in Norway. It's exciting. Uh, How much do these retail for? They're about $1,400 each. $1,400 per each? Yes, $1,400 per individual microwave. Do we have any special uh, QVCHS and NBC, ABC, DFG sales? No, but you can get it at backslash trudytrudy.com. That's a real website. That's very exciting. I can't wait to get my own and dismember my fingers and put them in microwave. Yeah, I can't wait to heat it up with food like a normal person. Who says fingers aren't food? It's called finger food for a reason. Anyway. Back to the podcast. That's the best one yet. It is. It's great. Um, Okay, so I just wanted to highlight a couple things that happened during this break-in. I did take that BuzzFeed quiz, but there was one line that was really funny where Nigel says to... Nigel is the best character. Oh, I did write down the cousin's name. Her name is Barbara. Oh. Oh, Okay. I like Kristen better, but okay. Well, he says this line in the dark and he goes, Barbara, I thought you were the dog. And the way he (laughs) says it is really funny. The way Nigel says everything. Nigel was the best character. Barbara, I thought you were the dog. I will say, they all get shot. Yeah, they all shoot each other instead of shooting any dog. But here's the thing. What? (laughs) We started at friends. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought immediately after I said, here's the thing. Lyle. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Lyle says... There's enough uh, sedative in this drink dart to to knock that dog out. Wouldn't there be enough to knock a human out, too? Yeah, you'd think. Because Lyle gets shot in the leg. Doesn't Lyle get shot twice? Lyle gets shot in the leg 
once, I think in the back he once, he decides to hide under an animal rug as a hiding spot. Out like of all, idiot. Those, all of the things in that house, he hid under an animal and rug. And why are you hiding? You're looking for a dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Barbara gets shot in the ass twice in one go. <laughs> does, does Nigel get shot? I think he gets shot in the arm. Yeah, they all shoot each other instead of any dog. But none of them get knocked out and they all can move perfectly fine? That makes no sense. Barbara got two tranks to the ass and nothing affected her. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're super resilient. I have no idea, but it just seemed like... I also said this break-in is supposed to be the climax of the movie? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I thought the courtroom was supposed to be the climax of the movie. I guess, but... That's so weird. That's it was just weird. I don't the understand. The whole courtroom what this scene was. reminded me of the B movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> then then at the end they get caught by Jack and Lucky. Yes, and Jack's holding a plastic bone. Okay, but the lighting in this room doesn't it's make bright. it seem it doesn't make it seem dark at all. No. They can clearly see each other. And then Jack later says it was too dark to see who broke in. I don't know who broke in, doesn't he? He says no, he I goes, he goes I know exactly them. who it was. Yeah, but he says he couldn't see them. Oh. I couldn't see him, but I know who it was. It was pretty bright in there. <laughs> and then they both chased them. Lucky and Jack chased them out of the house. Right. Again. Then we go to the courtroom. Well, no, because they go back to Mr. Fister and they're like, all right. <laughs> Mr. Fister. And Mr. Fister's like, all right, but this time I want 50%. And they're like, what the hell? <laughs> I guess we'll pay it. <laughs> yeah, so now he's defending them in court. They're going to trial on this yeah. dispute over the will. Before we talk about that, yeah, I want to ask you a question because it's always bothered me in movies. The answer is no. All right, in movies, it's always bothered me how someone will knock on the door. Oh my gosh! Turn on your TV. They're talking about you on the news. They turn on their TV not only to the correct channel immediately, <laughs> but also the perfect timing to get the entire story. How <laughs> are they just playing the same fifteen-minute clip over and over and over again? It never makes sense to me. It's the beginning of the broadcast. No. How? How'd you find out about that? Because you're an attorney? That doesn't make sense. Or the TV's mute and they go, turn that up. And they turn it up at the perfect time. Yeah, I agree that it's not realistic. That probably wouldn't happen. No. But that's how he finds out that he's going to be sued. And he's like, Allison, you have to help me. And she's like, is there anything I need to know about the situation? He was like, well, can they prove that I'm insane? And she's like, no. Not if you're not insane. And then he doesn't (laughs) tell her that. He can talk and channel dogs, but honestly... But she should have known. Yeah, exactly. If I were him, I'd like, you saw me at the mall. You know what happens. <laughs> you know I'm nuts. I don't know. This turned into Legally Blonde at the end. They tried yeah. to end with this courtroom scene. Did not do it nearly as but well. Th- but there's literally <laughs> no way to prove one way or another that the d- that, that Jack can channel the dog. There's no way... <laughs> not to really. ...to absolutely 100% guarantee that Jack is actually talking to that dog. Right. And channeling him. And if I were in that jury, wouldn't believe a lick of it. Okay. I'd be going, that's dumb. Why is he on the ground? He looks like an idiot. Also, they could have just sued him for harassment of every single person that he's harassed exactly. throughout the movie. Because he, he has. He's been harassing people left and right. We get to the middle of mm-hmm. this court thing. We find we, out Jack says he can communicate with the dog. And the jury's and everyone is like, you're crazy, dude. And Allison is like, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. So they go to the... But we also, during this courtroom, have a callback of the housekeepers. We also have a callback yeah. of the guy at the very beginning, and he's like, yeah. We bring back the people who had, like, two minutes of screen time mm-hmm. for no reason. Just to pay them some more money. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, he goes back with Allison. She's like, you should have told me this. That it's you like, well, you saw me dogs. dive into the trash can at the mall, Allison. What did you expect? He says, what are we going to do? And she says, 
we're going to go back in the courtroom and we're going to take our licks. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did say that. <laughs> I thought it was such a weird line. I was like, I get we're that you're going to take our licks. I was like, adults. I was like, is it that supposed to be like some sort of dog pun? <laughs> yeah, that's didn't what I work. Thought. Did not we work. We're going at all. back in that courtroom and we are taking our licks. Of what? Ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back into the courtroom and they take their licks, but not really. Well, I mean, because then, cause then he's like, you're just going to give up. And I just talk like Brink. Um, <laughs> um, the jury, these actors had to really fake their laughs. Oh, my gosh. Even James Avery was in the back going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, these poor actors had to pretend to think everything in this was funny instead of uncomfortable. <laughs> it was so uncomfy. And this was another moment where I said he had to have walked away from this moment going, I feel like the worst actor ever. At least in this movie. Maybe it was the direction, but... <laughs> you say that about every everything. Last time you said Eric Von Denton, not so great. great. <laughs> but it's just... It, this has to do no, with I the movie. No, I didn't say that about Eric. Eric Von Denton. I said that about Val. I was like, Val oh. kind of... Not great. We get a plot twist that's not really a plot twist. Oh, but this part was... It was really sad. So sad because... I agree. Because the, dog tur- the dog's attention turns to... Lyle, Lyle, who's pouring, like, seltzer in his water. Mm-hmm. And he has this flashback. And because Jack is channeling the dog at the time, I guess he sees into his memories mm-hmm. or something. And he ba- we basically see Lyle pouring, like, poison into the drink that the... Uh, Windsor. Windsor was making. Yeah, before and he, he took like, the dog out. He's basically like, go away, Lucky. Mm-hmm. And Lucky's like, what the hell's going on? And then we see the shot of him dying again. And right. I this was the moment where I got teary-eyed because yeah, I was like, really this poor dog. I literally came out and snuggled with Angel for like <laughs> 15 minutes because yeah. I was like, I love you, Angel. And I don't ever want to die in front of you and traumatize you. <laughs> yeah, it was really sad. It and was very depressing. It's not really a plot twist, though. It's like, is that like, really yeah, we, shocking we, that we Lyle's, <laughs> that any of the cousins were the ones that orchestrated their <laughs> uncle's death? No. No. It would have been more shocking if it was like, James Avery's character. How, oh my gosh, that would have been. We would have been. What? Or if it had been Mr. Fister, oh I would have much appreciated. I would love that. Mr. Fister killed Mr. Windsor. Exactly. Or if it was Allison Kent, imagine she kills him and it's she's her daughter. Her, exactly. No. <laughs> imagine it's Nicole. No. Imagine Allison. She kills him because then she's gonna go flirt with this guy. She's trying to get in on the ah, money. And she. You lucky dog too. <laughs> Would have exposed that. Basically, he Jack jumps out of his psychic state, and he goes, you murdered Mr. Windsor. And Lyle stands up, grabs a gun out of his coat, and is, like, sticking up the whole courtroom, which, which makes no sense because there's a guard behind him, a guard, two guards on his side that have guns, and he's going, put your gun down, put your gun down, put your gun down. And they're there's all doing one it. gun against three. Why did nobody pick their gun back up and just shoot him in the leg? But also, I don't know what 1998 was like, but... When you go in a courtroom, and before you even get in there, don't you have to go through metal detector? Is that not a thing? I think now you do at least, but I don't I, know. I feel like you I should. feel like you would have I haven't to. been in a courtroom in a long time. <laughs> I've never been in a courtroom. I Actually, have I have. for like a field trip, but we did go I for was a field really trip young, so I don't what remember. A weird, what a weird situation. How does him acting like a dog Courts prove anything? That I've been dealing with that since I finished the movie this to afternoon. To prove that... Because they say he's not crazy because he actually can just channel the dog. Right. It's but not that him thinking he can channel it. He actually right, but can. <laughs> if I were in that courtroom, I'd be going, well, he's just pretending to channel it. No, because they do that whole thing where he turns his back to the dog. and I don't care. Mr. Fister takes items out of his I'd be like, there's jacket. a reflection on the thing or something. I don't know. 
I just would I not guess. believe it. If a man, if a man came up to me and was like, "I can channel your dog," and he got on it all fours and was like, <laughs> "I'd be like, get away from me, you creep!" <laughs> oh man, uh, this so was another moment where I wrote, "I hate this movie." Uh, Lyle gets arrested. They take him out of the courtroom. The only good thing besides <laughs> Lyle, not Lyle, Nigel. You and I, every time we watch a Disney Channel movie or any bad movie ever, we're like, this movie would be better if there was murder involved. This gave it to us. It did give us murder, but that was probably the only interesting part. It was the only thing that brought emotion out of it. I actually felt sad with the dog. But then I realized this was a dumb movie. I got over it real quick. (laughs) Um, The only thing that's good about this movie, though, are that the dogs are cute. That's what I wrote at the end. Because then it ends with, uh, Allison, <laughs> playing again. Allison and Jack are together now, and Nicole's there. Nicole had been wanting a dog. Yeah. And her mom was like, we can't afford it. We don't have a big enough house. So Jack bought it. So Jack buys, uh, like, Not only the puppy, dogs, but, like, 15 other dogs. Yeah, he buys a bunch of dogs so that Lucky can have a bunch of friends, which because is really Lucky, nice. Because Lucky realized that the dogs were up for adoption. But anyway. Yeah, all the dogs were super cute at the end. That was really nice, seeing all those yep. cute dogs together. And then it ends with, together the mouse. So, yeah, that's that's you lucky dog. Trash movie. We <laughs> had to talk about it. There and were some, um, some moving parts, but yes. mostly not worth. Mostly garbage. Not worth the hour 27 minutes, in my opinion. What was the moral of the story that you learned? My moral of the story was that Sometimes you just have to go back into the courtroom and take your licks. <laughs> my moral, that was my moral. <laughs> my moral of the story was don't murder in front of a dog. Because <laughs> you never know when a dog psychic might come around. You never know. And accuse you of the murder you committed. Okay? You, you just never know. You just don't know, pal. You just don't murder. Yeah. There's a moral of your story. <laughs> the well, moral of this story was don't murder people. Okay? Just don't do it. I don't know what's happening. Um, well, what's the next movie we're doing? I don't know. You look it up. The next movie is Halloween Town. <gasps> That's really exciting. I'm excited I for that. I do vibe with Halloween Town. Not the fourth one. <laughs> Are we going to watch? We'll probably have to watch that at some oh, point. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. But watching that movie was not fun at or real. Don't forget to take your licks. And don't murder in front of dogs. See you next week. Bye. Togetherness, the two of us together, it's the only place.